Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates National Average Savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports Update was brought to you by Progressive. Drivers who switch to Progressive can save an average of $668. Welcome to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show with 670 The Score's Jay Zawoski and NBC Chicago's James Naveau. Welcome one, welcome all to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show after the Chicago Blackhawks dropped a 4 to nothing decision at the hands of the Philadelphia Flyers. My name is James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago, and I am actually at NBC5 Chicago doing this postgame podcast today. Jay has the day off. God knows he's probably out doing research for the I'm Fat podcast or grooming his beard or doing something, but... Fortunately for him, he does not have the job of recapping this 4 to nothing shutout defeat for the Chicago Blackhawks as they drop to 0-6-1 in their last seven games. The Blackhawks offense once again today struggled in a big way against the Flyers. Couldn't get anything past Brian Elliott. Yes, 
that Brian Elliott, who has been such a thorn in the side of the Blackhawks for such a long time. The Blackhawks did outshoot the Philadelphia Flyers by a margin of 33-25 to today. Unfortunately, still was not good enough as they once again failed to get on the scoreboard. The Blackhawks, their last seven games, all of which have been losses, have a grand total of 12 goals. Just obviously not... Good enough, not what we've wanted to see the first two games under new head coach Jeremy Colleton, but it's hard to blame him for that, considering the fact that some of the veterans on this team have been making some of the biggest mistakes. I know this team is obviously full of uh, young players. You've got your Alex DeBrinkets, your Alexander Fourteens, your Luke Johnsons, your Dominic Cahoons, all of whom were in the lineup today. The Blackhawks did have a couple of injuries with Brandon Sod and Marcus Kruger both out of the mix uh, due to various ailments, but... The fact remains that the veterans on this team in the two games that Colleton has been behind the bench simply have not been playing up to snuff. And that's especially true, I think, on the uh, defensive side of things. I've been very unimpressed with Duncan Keith the last couple of games. Had a really rough one today. It was a minus three on the uh, old plus minus there. Um, he also had just a god-awful turnover on Claude Giroux's goal um, in the first period. You just can't – you simply cannot make the pass off the boards that he uh, wanted to make. I thought Eddie Olchek did a really good job of kind of diagramming why Duncan Keith thought that he could make the pass with Artem Anisimov being there in the face-off circle, but then he had to kind of vacate that space to maintain zone integrity and to play more defense, and Keith just – Flipped it to the open ice. Claude Giroux said, thank you very much, and put the puck in the back of the net. It was a second straight, I think, rough game for Duncan Keith. Definitely need to see uh, more out of him in the days and weeks that are going to follow this game. Um, I also thought that Brent Seabrook kind of had a meh game. He did have four shots on net, which I did like, but still not quite seeing what we were seeing out of Brent Seabrook earlier in the season, I don't think. And then finally, just it feels like we're – quickly getting into broken record territory here but I'm honestly not sure what Chris Kunitz is giving to the Blackhawks right now and I don't want to get into the argument of whose guy he was was he a Joel Quenville guy was he a Stan Bowman guy I don't think it matters anymore once Brandon Saad is back from his arm injury and once Marcus Kruger gets back from that really violent hit he took against the post against the Carolina Hurricanes on Thursday it would not surprise me in the least to see Chris Kunitz scratched. And, for like, frankly, it would be too soon. Like, he needs to be off the ice. We need to be giving young guys a look with the Blackhawks. I want to see guys like Dylan Sakura instead of Chris Kunitz. Like, this experiment, we are, what, 18 games into the season? 16 games into the season now? It just it needs to end. It's It's been really difficult to watch him continue to struggle and continue to make really bad play after bad play and he's not giving the Blackhawks what they signed him to do I know it was a very small contract I know it was only you know a one-year deal but just has not worked out at all and I would rather see at this point with the season already slipping away and we're not even a quarter of the way into it I would still rather see a young guy uh, get an opportunity to go out there and showcase what he can do. So that's the bad stuff. Obviously, we had to get that out of the way. The Blackhawks are having a really rough time of it lately. But I want to take the remaining uh, few minutes of this podcast to kind of focus on some of the positives. Yes, I said 
positives that this team has shown in the last couple of games under Jeremy Collins. And obviously I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys after their loss to Carolina on Thursday night. But I would like to point out that I think that the forward group of the Blackhawks, for the most part, is actually not doing as poorly as the scoreboard would seemingly indicate. They've scored three goals against Carolina. Obviously, we're held off the board today, but especially in the first period and for chunks of the third period, I thought they had some solid chances at the net, and there's two reasons why I think that's starting to happen. One, it's a product of Patrick Kane playing just a god an insane number of minutes. Kane, I believe today, was the leading ice time guy for the forwards. Almost had the most time on ice of any player. Duncan Keith barely edged him out in that category. But Patrick Kane has been doing a lot for this team the last two games. And Jeremy Colladin has not been shy about utilizing him in a variety of situations. And I've liked what I've seen from Patrick Kane just in terms of his ability to kind of get some offense going from some of his other teammates. I feel like the Blackhawks have been getting a decent amount of chances on net. And the thing that I've also noticed, and I've noticed this a lot, is how well the Blackhawks are get doing getting traffic to the front of the net. I saw John Hayden there on multiple occasions today. Only played nine minutes and 35 seconds. That's going to happen when there's so many uh, special team situations. But I really liked what I saw out of him today in that regard. I've liked what Brandon Saad has been doing in that regard when he's been healthy and been in the lineup. David Camp has been getting to the front of the net a little bit. Had a great day in the faceoff circle today, by the way. Won eight out of the nine draws that he took, so good day for him. Maybe that's something the Blackhawks are going to look to kind of take advantage of as the season goes on. But I think that the goals obviously have not been there for the Blackhawks, but when you're looking at such a small sample size. I think that it's okay to kind of go into other areas and maybe kind of evaluate and give kind of conclusions that aren't just based straight on statistics when it comes to goals and all that. So I I think the Blackhawks have been doing a better job getting to the front of the net. They've been doing a better job of creating some chances. And I think that ultimately it's going to pay dividends for them. I'm not going to say it's going to turn everything around, but it'll at the very least be something good moving forward because there hasn't obviously been a ton of you know positive things to say about this team as of late. Uh, one other thing I did want to mention about John Hayden and a couple of other guys today is when Radko Gudis and Patrick Kane were really kind of going at it in the later stages of the game, I really appreciated the fact that Those guys both were willing to kind of get in his grill a little bit and kind of protect Patrick Kane. I know that we're obviously not big on fighting. Like the benefits of it generally are not able to outweigh the downsides of having guys taken off the ice. But I did like that multiple guys were kind of willing to stand up for themselves and weren't willing to just get pushed around. And I thought the officials, for the most part today, were letting both teams kind of play pretty loose, it seemed like. They seemed like there were a lot of uh, kind of skirmishes that didn't really result in anything. I thought that was kind of interesting, but I did like the way that uh, Patrick Kane's teammates did kind of stand up for him, and they made sure that, you know, the Flyers knew that they couldn't push around their guy, quote-unquote. Um, aside from that, uh, I have been meaning to start doing this, and hopefully uh, Jay will pick up the 
idea and go ahead and do it on his post game shows as well i did want to give a star of the game even though the blackhawks lost four to nothing and managed 33 shots and didn't put anything in the back of the net i still did want to name a star of the game and i'm going to go ahead and give that to Corey crawford who has just been laid out to dry so many times already this season with poor turnovers bad puck discipline by the blackhawks he's been having to make a lot of really high impact high pressure saves and i thought especially in the second period today he at least gave the blackhawks a shot at winning this game and his save percentage isn't going to be great he only stopped 21 of the 24 shots that he faced but there were a lot of high danger really intense moments in that game that crawford was able to kind of stifle and he has still been playing decently enough. I know the record and the stats probably just are not there for him right now, but I'm still liking what I've seen for him uh, in the month since he came back from his uh, concussion issues. One more thing before we uh, thank our sponsors and kind of you know head on down the dusty trail for the rest of our weekend before uh, the Blackhawks head down to Carolina and take on Jay Zawaski's favorite team, the Carolina Hurricanes. I did want to mention that the Blackhawks are now 0-14-1 in their last 15 regular season games in Philadelphia. It is a 22-year losing streak now for the Blackhawks. They have not won a game at the Wells Fargo Center since the first time they played there all the way back in 1996. Obviously, they won Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final there in 2010. Doesn't count for regular season stats, kids. It has been a rough, rough road in Philly, and that streak's going to go on for at least another year because the Blackhawks do not go back to the city of brotherly love this season. That is going to do it for the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. I am James Naveau from NBC5. Want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Triple Threat Sports. You definitely need to call Chris if you need any jersey personalization done. I assure you, they will do a great job with it. They, in fact, just donated a Stan Makita autographed jersey to our event that's coming up at the end of this month at Rabbit Brewing in Homewood. I believe Jay calls it mythological beer. I love, love that adjective. That is. Tremendous work by them. Those guys are mad geniuses. I cannot wait to imbibe a beer or three from them when we have that event. If you have not checked out our website yet, madhousepod.com, strongly, strongly encourage you to do so. You can find all the information about our upcoming event at Rabbit Brewing. It's on November 27th. The Blackhawks are taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Tickets are 10 bucks, and you could potentially win Blackhawks tickets, Cubs tickets, an autographed Mitchell Trubisky draft hat. There is a million different things that you can potentially win at this event. It is honestly ascending to heights that I never quite thought that it would. Jay has done an excellent job putting everything together, and I have to give a huge shout-out to all of the uh, different organizations and teams and entities that have ponied up to help uh, Andy Garcia and his family. Just absolutely outstanding. I love the outpouring of support. Cannot wait to raise a ton of money for that family on November 27th at Rabbit Brewing. Also want to give a shout-out, of course, to our original food sponsor, Marishka's. Just the absolute coolest menu you can possibly imagine. It is 
absolutely delicious. Every time I go there, I order something new and it's everything I've ever eaten from there. It's been absolutely delicious. I cannot wait to go to Crest Hill again to go there. And finally, Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe. If I need to find a beer that I have not drank before, they have 120 different beers. They even have a little beer punch card that I'm still working on filling up. I'm going to head there again sometime soon. Maybe get some barbecue, maybe get some Cajun food. Hell, I may just get mac and cheese and drink a couple of beers. I don't know what I'm going to do the next time I go there, but it sounds like a really good idea regardless. So thank you to all of those sponsors. Thank you guys, of course, for listening and consuming this podcast. Jay and I have been trying to give you as much content as possible. It's been a really super hectic week for the Blackhawks with the firing of Joel Quinville, the games that the team has played, all of the stuff that's been going on. We deeply appreciate all the support, all the listenership that you guys continue to give us on a weekly and daily basis. And we thank you again for all that support until next time. I am James Naveau. We will talk to you later this week, next week, sometime. I don't know. Sometime soon you will hear from us on the Madhouse Chicago hockey podcast. This is Brad Milkey of ABC News Start Here podcast with your sports update. Down one star, the Golden State Warriors keep winning thanks to the rejuvenation of another. We'll explain coming up. Progressive presents the sounds of the old world. The year is 2019 and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party. Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Warrior star Clay Thompson is out for the 2021 season with a torn Achilles tendon, but in his absence, two-time MVP Steph Curry has stepped up in a big way. Curry sits near the top of the league in points scored and three-pointers made and set a new personal best with 62 points in a single game. This ABC Sports update was brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price, just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com.